Welcome back to the Legend Cast, everybody, for the Thursday recap. I'm Osmos alongside Jack Scott and Drew Allen. And today we talk about if Geno Smith is one of the top QBs in the NFL. Russell Wilson and Denver's offense continues to struggle. Chargers win in a nail biter off a missed field goal from Cleveland. And Travis Kelsey's four touchdown game on Monday night. Gentlemen, how we doing? Um Go ahead, Jack. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, you know, I feel good. I, 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 I am sad about the Colts and the ugly last Thursday night game, um, even though we won. But, you know, I think it was a good week for a lot of teams, and a lot of teams played really well, and a lot of teams played very poorly. So uh, I'm excited to break it down with you guys and excited to be here. Um, I lost a fantasy matchup by Um, So all I needed was a catch at negative six yards from Waller on Monday night. That's all I needed. Um, So to ask how I am, probably mentally unwell. Um, But, you know, I'm here. We live in. Was Waller a last-minute scratch, or did he get hurt no, early? No, he was cleared to play. He just, he just he bad him on one play. And then he was done, like in the first yeah, quarter. Yeah, he was just hamstring. I, just hamstring. I, I, I didn't watch it, but damn, that no. sucks. I'm sorry. Well, once I heard about it, I stopped. I turned the TV off and walked away. I'm sorry that happened to you, Andrew. I got on two. I got on two K play with Austin. It's just brutal. And then he's over there with Kelsey getting three, four touchdowns on his team. He's like cheering. I'm over there just depressed. Man. Kelsey just needed one catch, and I would have won. I would have won that game. Coming from a 35, I was down 35. I needed 36 from Kelsey. Unfortunately, he didn't get that last catch, but it is what it is. It was a fun matchup. Dude, imagine betting, like, Imagine him getting like 30 yards and he gets 25. On a day, he gets worth seven, 25. Seven catches, four tatties, like 25 yards. That's nothing. Uh, but how how my fantasy is going, um, I'm 0-5 in one league, 1-4 in, in one league. Oh, you're 0-5 in a league and 1-4? Yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's the team that was projected to go 12-2. and two. They're 0-5 right now. So Your eight-man league? No, in my A-man league, I'm first in that league. I'm I was going to say, bro, you were, you, were, you were calling them casuals. <laughs> no, I'm I'm number one in that league. And then, you ass. You ass, huh? Dude, this has been a bad year. Coming it's off of last year, man, you know, top three in all my leagues. Hey, we face champion With two championships, and, you know, this year's the complete fucking opposite. I'm just last in all my leagues besides two. So, it is what it is. You lock and you play me this week in our in our big big league boy. Yeah, enjoy the free win, Andrew. I'm I'm starting Scantley and Claypool. <laughs> okay. Let's chat, boys. Let's chat. Here let's get go. to let's it. Get this, let's break let's get it down. This thing rolling. These things are supposed to be a half hour long. All right. Yeah, half hour long. Speed run. All right, Geno Smith. Is he a legit QB? He Played his ass off in New Orleans last Sunday. I think he had four touchdowns, two of them being 50-plus yarders. Um, And he's just been outperforming a lot of these top QBs, such as Russell Wilson. 
He's just he's doing he's doing the dirty out there. What you guys think of Geno Smith? And is he a legit NFL QB this year? Not yet. I think there's been he's even and even right now in games. You know, like he's had good performances, but he's also had some shaky performances. Like the first three games, he was really doing nothing. Like, yeah, he got a win that Monday night, but let's admit it, Broncos lost that game. Seahawks didn't win that game. Broncos lost it. Too much, like, so I'd, I wouldn't say elite yet. Like, yeah, they destroyed the Saints, but I'm pretty sure the Saints were beat up a little bit, if I remember right. So it's like, yeah, give me a couple more weeks and, I'm, and I have that discussion, but no, I'm not there yet. Sorry. Uh- I, I like so did you what adjective did you use? Did you use elite? Yeah, is um, he one of the best? So I I have been surprised. I don't want to say surprised by Geno Smith because I feel like he's kind of shown it with just kind of being in the league for a little while. Obviously not to this extent, but I do think that Geno is rising uh, to the challenge to the. You know, everybody was riding the Seahawks off, bro. Like they're just like, oh, dude, it's either Drew Locker or or Geno Smith. They're gonna, they're not gonna win two games, like all this stuff. So in that aspect, I think Geno Smith has obviously exceeded any and all expectations that he had for him, uh, the team had for him, or anything like that. Um, he he shows a lot of bright uh, potential, I guess. I mean, potentially, it's it's not like he's a rookie. But it's just there. There are times where the, the he the, he's he looks like an elite level caliber quarterback. So you know he has those moments. I'm not going to say that he's an elite quarterback, but he has those moments where he has those just those quick flashes of of elite quarterback uh, you know talent. Let's 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 put it in numbers if we're going to do this. Okay, like elite, elite is what top ten? Obviously, elite quarterback is the top ten. Yeah, yeah, top ten. Say that. Are we going to say he's a top 10 quarterback? No. No. Top 15? Half the league. I'd put him at top 15. Fuck it. This year, yeah, I'd put him top 15. Right close to the cut line for me right now. Yeah. I'd say it's probably closer to the 15 than it is 10. Like putting it to an exact number. He might be number 15. Like I would still say, like, even Matt Ryan's not showing a lot of greatness this year. I'd say I'd rather have, like, you gotta remember that Seahawks offensive line's playing a lot better this year than they did it when yeah. they had Russell. Wilson. Yeah, yeah. No, don't don't get me wrong. Like there are you know uh, other aspects that go into it, but uh, short answer: I don't think he's a lead. I think he's you know especially if he can if he can turn this kind of this might be on the topic of conversation, but is he like the future of the Seahawks or is he just like a one year plug and play? What where is the threshold of the Seahawks making the decision to keep Geno? Uh it probably depends where Denver finishes. <laughs> really though, I mean hell they could Denver could give them a first like a really good pick in the first round. Oh honestly. what 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 are the uh what are the conditions about the pick? Do you guys know? Sure. Nothing. Nothing. They're unrestricted? Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's not like the NBA. That's the I was first. gonna say I don't. I just said unrestricted. Like it's a like yeah. we're talking about the NBA draft. I'm dumb. Um, um, yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna be no no offense to Broncos, but how they're looking. There could be some there could be some more else coming their way. Because he'd be a lottery. Don't get me wrong. I do think Russell Wilson will 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 
even sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think Russell Wilson is a dog water quarterback like he's been playing. I just think that this new system, him being in the spotlight all the time in terms of social media, not in the greatest ways always. Like he's a constant meme. He definitely sees it because he tweets out those those. Those tweets, those are tweets, those are those are his responses. I know yeah. that they're holy and they're religious, you know, the joy to the world, whatever. Those are his responses because he is on the app. He sees the stuff. He sees that he's trending all the time. He is going to step it up and he's going to ride the ship a little bit. I don't know what their record's going to be, and I'm sure we're t- we're going to talk about this. But uh, you know, he I, I think he does get better 100. Speaking of the Broncos. Their offense continues to struggle. I had the honor of having <laughs> Jack over for the Thursday night game, and it was a complete atrocity. I drank, I think, 10 beers, I think. Um, Andrew was blacked on Jim Beam, even though he was there. But it was the Colts' offense sucked. The Broncos' offense sucked. Um, no touchdown. Overtime Andrew win. In the fourth in the, before the overtime. Yeah, fans were just leaving, booing. It was just a a great experience to watch. But um, Broncos offense continues to struggle. I think this offensive coordinator is way over his fucking head. Um, you could tell he was, or or head coach. Both of them are kind of over their heads right now. But um, will they figure it out at this point? At this moment in time. It might be another month till they figure this shit out, dude. Um, I do think they'll be better, you know, obviously next year and the year after that and all that shit. I think they will be a way better offense. You know, this OC might be a one and done. He might get fired after this year if this continues to happen. But, yeah. What do you guys think about the Broncos offense? What do you guys think about the Broncos offense? I think I think, I think it's one and done. I think he's going to get fired after this year. Um Calling for his name. I don't. Yeah, dude. I I think there's just so much bad. Like every week, there's like there's clock management. The same thing with Josh McDaniels, dude. Dude, these guys don't know how to win game. Like they don't know how to manage. They just don't know how to manage. I I, I think, think they I, would. I, I don't. I don't like this whole hack in Russell Wilson. To be honest, this is not like. I think we need to see a different head coach. Like a little bit more. Pete Carroll-ish style. It's like a little bit older, I feel like, for Russell. I feel like heck, it's like... I feel like Russell Wilson controls the situation now. And, like, I feel like the whole lot... Even the whole Denver, like, he controls that city now. Like, the head coach has no luck there. Like, heck, it doesn't have any luck. Like, they need a more, like, high ego. High ego, but, like, someone that can control a locker room. I don't think Hackett can control a locker room. I think Russell Wilson does all this, like, faith to shit, but also think he's, like, somewhat... In the spotlight too he likes the spotlight so i feel like he, he controls the whole locker room they need they need a better head coach i feel like hackett's gonna get one and done and, I think and, they get and hackett them. was the green bay oc right mm-hmm. so they just automatic automatically made the assumption that hey he's the oc for a rod He's going to work out with Russ, and it's going to work out great, well, and it just turns out it hasn't. Not only that, our OC is was the Packers' tight end coach, so we obviously were planning to get a, a, a special someone to come here to Denver, but it obviously didn't happen. Oh, okay. So, so Russell Wilson was the oh shit plan B. Yeah. I wouldn't say oh shit, but he was 
second option. I think do, we were going to get a quarterback this year, regardless of if it was Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan. We were going to get somebody this year. The only reason I say the oh shit part is because you guys paid him $240 million or whatever yeah, it was. Two, it before he even played. Yeah, before he, before he, before he, before he single, even saw the field with, he didn't even with play your a new coaching staff. So that, that contract didn't even hit yet. You guys haven't even paid him that money yet. Oh, dude, he's still getting that Seattle bread. Right, so now that means that means this is why hack is gonna be done, dude. They're gonna be like, all right, we're paying this guy so much money, we gotta get someone else in here quick and just fix this up. Like, I don't know which coach. I'm trying to think of a coach who's who can go in there right away and control locker room. Not but... gonna lie, I wasn't very happy about Vic Fangio being fired, especially leading that top five defense. That's a great coach. A quarterback. He was a why great coach. Why did they coach. fire him? Performance probably they were probably expecting more from him. Have a good quarterback. What else could he do, bro? <laughs> You're acting like I'm the damn GM. Talk to George Patton. Yeah, well, about I'm, that I'm, shit. I'm talking to you like theoretically, <laughs> like you you the fan there. You you the Bronco if I'm George fan. Pat, if I'm if I'm George Patton, I only fire him to bring in. You know, I guess his plan was. I guess his plan worked, but he just didn't get Aaron Rodgers. I think the whole plan was to get. A-Rod. The Packers coaches and then bring in Aaron Rodgers, but it didn't I agree. happen. And so that's why he just moved on from him. But I, yeah, I think they should have kept him. But hmm. anyways, some lighter side of the news, a little bit of drama there. The Bills, the Buffalo Bills, um, are are back in action. You know, they lost to Miami a couple weeks back and they've looked great ever since. First half. Performance for Josh Allen, 300-plus yards with four touchdowns in the first half alone. Um, They look amazing, even without the safeties for the Bills and Tredavious White, a corner for the Bills. They have three starters out, out on that defense, all in the secondary, and they're still performing very, very well. What do you guys think about how the Bills have made their comeback since losing to Miami? Not only... Did uh, the Buffalo Bills play amazing uh, against Pittsburgh? It just further exposes how bad the Steelers are. Uh, Steelers are gross. I don't. I, I just. I, obviously, they're in a very weird stage. You know, Big Ben just retiring. I get that. I'm not. I, I have no expectations for them. You know, obviously, I have one of my coworkers. He's coworkers. He's he's a, he's a Steelers fan and all this stuff. But until you can get Najee going, man, if until you can build this offense around Najee Harris, I don't know what the expectation should be. I have no idea because you saw how you saw the glimpses of how successful the offense was last year when Najee was playing really well because they had you know Big Ben and blah 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 blah. That's a whole different thing. But it's like Najee's been non-existent. I, I feel like I, I haven't read the guy's name anywhere. I don't follow it. Uh, I, I don't see anything ever about his stats or how well he played. I don't even know if he scored this year. Has he scored? Probably. Yeah, he scored. Okay, yeah. whatever. We had a bet on him, Goofy. Do what? We had a bet on them. I, don't, I doubt it hit. No, I didn't hit, but him hitting yeah. and getting the touch on it. Okay. I'm cool. part of the problem. Cool. Anyway, I, you know, I, so I just think that he needs to be the foundation. 
Obviously, he's not nearly as good as JT, but it's almost like JT in the Colts offense. I think Najee needs to be their go-to offensive playmaker, go-to offensive just guy. Him making plays, and then the Steelers can build from that. I think we're just talking the Steelers here real quick, too. I know we're talking about the Bills, but I feel like the Steelers without TJ Watts, that's what their missing key is right now. Like they just, that. <laughs> with them gone, like, that just changes their whole defense and changes their whole team, really, because I feel like if TJ Watts and they get better field position, way more turnovers. I mean, hell, they destroyed Bengals week one with TJ Watt in. Um, that's just the thing in the NFL. When you have good head rushers, it makes your defense just so much more stacked. Like, it makes your safeties look even better than they are. Um, but Bills, I mean, Bills are scary. I don't, I don't want to play the Bills. No, I don't want. I don't want to see. I don't want. I don't want to face them. Yeah, I like had a, I had a little sidetrack there. I don't think nobody wants should want to play the Bills. I know. I know we're not talking about them this yet, but Bills Chiefs next week. That's gonna be a game to be scary. I feel like Bills on that Kansas City team has no secondary. Josh Allen's going to be having another big game coming up. Gabe Davis? Hell, if you got Gabe Davis anywhere on parlays or anything, 150 yards, he's going to have some big catches again. That Kansas City defense sucks. Gabe Davis Davis torched them last year in the playoffs. Yep. All right. We head to not New York, New Jersey. The Jets. The Jets. Pancake. The Dolphins. Obviously, the Dolphins don't have Tua. Talk about all <laughs> um, Good attempt. Ta- Tua Tagavailoa. Something like that. But yeah, Miami goes in there. Miami goes in there and gets wrecked. Jets are looking, Jets are looking good. The, them young guys are really showing out for him. Zach Wilson's having a pretty good sophomore season after not so good of a rookie year. Um, Brees Hall is showing, his, showing them strides again. Michael Carter, Garrett Wilson. Jet, Jets don't look that bad. It's their first, I think it's their best start since 2017. Just got to get their um, receiving core just s- s- consistently in the game. I'm just looking at the box score right now, and like Brees Hall obviously had uh, the uh, most yards. He only had two receptions, and it was 100 yards. Other than that, though, I mean, nobody had over 40. So the fact that the running back was your top receiver, I don't know. Me personally, I just I want to see I want to see Garrett Wilson come into his back consistently. I want to see Elijah Moore step up because I feel like his name has just plummeted in terms of value. In a, in a wide receiver room. Uh, you know, obviously, like, I, I like Michael Carter being a part of the receiving team game. He's he's a receiving back for sure. But, like, Corey Davis, too. Like, uh, I just – I feel like I have expectations for those, for those guys and if they can constantly do that and produce and help Zach Wilson out and help the run game out with Michael Carter, with Bre- – is it Brees or Bryce? I never know. Brees. I think it's Brees. Brees. Brees Hall, like, the, who knows what this team can come can be? Who knows? And it, I don't. I personally, I don't want to find out. Who's a better New York team? Who's the better New York? Team? I'd say the Giants right now. Danny Dimes is throwing dimes, man. Saquon, I, I, yeah, I'd go Giants one hundred percent. Saquon, best running back in the league right as of right now. Because 
Oh, like, don't get me wrong. The Jets beat the Dolphins bad, but the Dolphins were all, are also now on their third string quarterback. Um, for some reason, Chase Edmonds is just like non-existent on their offense. I don't understand his utilization just plummeted into the ground. And I'm like, what are they doing? Why do they just completely erase him? He had one rushing attempt. Who, one rush attempt? Who does that? I understand that you have Mozart and share the load by all means. Mozart could be your dominant ground ground pound like running back. But you got to use Chase. You got to use Chase in the receiving. And it, it's just like, I don't get it, man. Like Chase Edmonds had zero tar- or zero receptions. He had two targets in the receiving game, so he was non-existent ter- on the offensive side of the field, and that makes me incredibly sad because that dude is a baller. Baller, shot caller. All right, Chargers. Chargers go into Cleveland and escape a narrow victory. They went, I think they went for it on fourth down and didn't get it or something, something crazy like that. And then Cleveland missed the game winning field goal at the end. Um, there's really not much to talk about during this game besides Eckler having a career high in rushing yards. I think that he had three touchdowns as well. Big game for Eckler. Um, speaking of Eckler, actually Saquon move over. Eckler is now your fantasy number one running back. Um, <laughs> Herbert, I think, played well. You know, Herbert being Herbert. Um, you guys have anything to talk about with this with this Chargers Browns game? Um, still um, beast. <laughs> Not really. Not really. Um, I will say I've heard a lot of chitter chatter about for uh, obviously the the closing sequences of the football game with why did the Chargers go for it on fourth down and not just pin um, Cleveland back and not even giving them the opportunity, and it came down to a missed field goal. Like, they're lucky that the, that this game is a W in their, in their W column. Honestly, the Chargers are lucky. Um, but I'm just curious what you guys think. We were kind of talking about it earlier with, um, with Hackett about just, like, I don't know, do you do, – do you guys think that's like a coaching style decision or I feel like that should never happen as, as any kind of coach. I feel like you should never go for it right there. That, that was just really questionable coaching. And I just, I want to hear your guys' opinion on it. Like why, why did that happen? What did he do that yeah. for? You know what I've been seeing these past couple of years with NFL coaching is these, is these guys love to be those those risk takers nowadays like back back when we were kids dude they would just punt that shit whether it was fourth and inches fourth and one i remember those days dude they would always punt no one would ever go for it unless they absolutely had to um now dude you see teams going up for it on fourth and five analytics 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 and it's all analytics shit analytics are talking in their ear i get it like if you're in no man's land you go for it blah 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 but man Either kick the field or punt the damn ball. It was, uh, yeah, it was just questionable coaching, in my opinion. Um, that's a, that's all I got. For I don't it. know. I I think sometimes I mean, it depends. Like to me, when I was like saw like everything was going on, and I definitely think the Chargers didn't trust their defense one bit. So if I like if they were thinking, all right, let's get the first down here and it's over instead of giving them the ball automatically, 
you know, like, okay, now we get a first down, it's over instead of, all right, we got to punt it, and they might just go get a big rush. Because I saw Nick Chubb just rushing all over them. Like, he just. Yeah, but they were at down. midfield, man. It's yeah, not like they like, were close. Yeah, but like, imagine what if they got a first down, what happens next? Well, yeah, obviously, if they get the first down, but it's not like it was fourth and inches. Still, we still get the first down. You get the best quarter. You have one of the best quarterbacks in the game. There is well, no way that it. Think about it. Think about, think about it. Why did why Bill Belichick go at four in in the in the playoffs on the fourth and two, like our thirty? Why do you do that? Why do you do that? Because they don't want to give Peyton Manning the ball. They won't get Peyton Manning the ball. Won't get a first down and end the game. It's 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 a style. I I I get it. I get that. No, I wouldn't want to ever give the ball to Peyton Manning, the one of the greatest foot quarterback. Now you're talking to Jacob Brissett. I mean, now I'm not. I'm. I'm. This is me just being devil's advocate. There's just no way that the Chargers coaching staff does not char- trust the Chargers defense. It's not like the Chargers defense is that bad. It was pretty bad. It's it's been pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, I. On paper, it's not that bad. <laughs> like if you look at the players, sure, but like on their actual defense recently it's been pretty ugly like they've been giving up 38 24 28 the last three weeks that's pretty much all over so but like like you said man it's jacoby Brissett. i know i know i ain't got i would i would punt it i would punt it too but there's people who think that way yeah and that guy that they can't remember his head coach name that man's risky as fuck he's always been risky Oh my God, that means risk. Gambler. All right, final point, and then we'll get to tonight's game. Travis Kelsey, four touchdowns in the Monday Night Thriller against the Raiders. Um, we have a lot to talk about with this Raiders-Chiefs game, too, not just Travis Kelsey, but I forget the total yards that Kelsey had. I think it was like 30 yards, and he had 25. four touch 25 yards. He had four touchdowns. Like it was all just at the one yard line bootleg pitch. They couldn't stop it. Uh, Devontae Adams had two 50 plus yard touchdowns. That was cool to see. One Derek Carr throwing, running up and just chucking that thing up. Perfectly thrown ball. Love to see that from Derek Carr. Yeah, he's got a good arm. Um, Devontae Adams catches a misdemeanor assault charge. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. The other day, and it's uh, stupid. I, uh, that's wild. So dumb. She, no, she's Raiders were up 17 3, 17 nothing, nothing, 17 nothing. And me and Angel called it in the PlayStation party. We're like, yeah, she's gonna win this game. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> We should have bet the money line. We should have. Like plus, been like plus five hundred. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I feel like a lot of people have been on that. <laughs> they know the Raiders. Biggest reply, like, nah, nah, nah. Mm, let's settle here. Wait till it's like seventeen nuts in the fourth. You guys got anything about about Kelsey, Devontae Adams, the game? Mm, I'd say the roughing the passer and the no holding calls and how poorly officiated that game was was absolutely horrible. 
Mm-hmm. I think um, I definitely think we, we need to get to the process of a ref sitting in front of a camera, getting asked questions. Why'd you call this? And actually, video and them watching the plays that they missed, and actually make them watch it and ask them what happened here and why wasn't this called. Actually, go over it and ask them what they thought. It's 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 getting to the point where it doesn't make sense. Like that Tom Brady sack where Grady uh, Grady Jarrett literally just spins him around. He he basically just puts no body weight on him. He just no body off. weight. He just spins him because he's going towards that way. So he just no way of hurting him. He's not even trying to hurt him or anything. Just puts him down nicely. Same thing with with that Derek Carr with Chris Jones. He just kind of just tackled him. It, it, it's to the point where we got to If they put two hands on him, they're down. I think that's the point we're now where because the call the calls make no sense. And that's like, the inconsistency, right? Absolutely. And like this game is just like it's like who okay, pick and choose on the on the rules now, like and and they're obviously going after same players like Chris Jones is obviously getting targeted in these games, like he got targeted for that Matt Ryan call, talking names he did Max Crosby went up to Matt Pat Jerome and like slammed his helmet into him yeah, nothing was called there it's like what are we you obviously people see that shit and no one's cut throat for nothing on it like it's ridiculous I. I don't know. I, that's what I took away from that game. I agree. I do think that there is a problem and um, that refs do need to, like... Hold accountable. Be held accountable. Absolutely. Why not? Players are held accountable for their actions. Why can't refs be? They make dumb decisions like that Tom Brady. That that was some of the... That was some of the most whack refereeing I've ever seen. You know that ref too. He's roughing the Colts game. Oh gosh! They're doing a whole bunch of stats. Apparently, like when there's a division game, the home team is eighteen and three when he roughs there. Eighteen and three—that's some NBA type shit right there, dude. I'm telling you, these refs in these leagues—they're rigging the NFL, dude. Dude, they they need they need people in here to like stop this because it's like, dude, it's all about ratings and like. I don't know. All about entertainment too. It's all about entertainment. Like these refs are just wild. It's not becoming a. It's not even like sports anymore, bro. It's just entertainment. For real. Like bring us back to like the seventies, bro, when people would just like pound each other's heads off. People were fighting. Yeah. Anyways, gentlemen, we got any final thoughts before we get to Thursday night's game? No, no, and let's make this Thursday night quick. They don't deserve our time. <laughs> that's that's facts, though. <laughs> here we go. We're doing we're ready. Doing go real speed run. Bears, Commanders. I have the Commanders. Carson Wentz is going to go off. I I love that, and I'm going to match that. I I do think I do think for some reason Carson Wentz is going to find a way to uh, dominate the Bears. Dominate last week. The bet of the night, I'm telling you people, Brian Robinson, two rushing touchdowns, slam it. <laughs> oh, many man. men, man, man, many men. <laughs> okay. Um, fact of the pod? Wow. Sorry. Fat fact of the pod? Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's a simple one, and it has something to do with tonight's game. Well, not rule, kind of. The Bears have never had a 4,000-yard passer. The Bears. 
the what Bears have never, the, the Bears have never had a four thousand yard passer. Did Jay Culler never throw for four K? Rex, Rex Grossman? Grossman didn't. Rex Dude. Grossman oh didn't. Jay Cutler gosh. didn't. The those old the, guys those back the, in the day. Yeah, those were the only two guys I was really thinking of. But wow. Dude, I, I don't know if you saw my message today. Justin Justin Fields is projected twenty three hundred, so that makes a lot of sense. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Once it gets cold out, there's no way you can throw a ball in Chicago. You can't throw it there. It's just like are they making a dome? They're sitting there just saying it's gonna be a dome. Yeah. They Maybe. should have in the winter. Like, I believe so. How football should be made? Crazy. Fucking, let's play. Let's play in negative five degrees weather with balls eight hundred pounds, and they can't throw it. <laughs> All right, well, that's gonna wrap up Thursday's recap. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter oh. at Legend. What NHL opening week? Um, Predators winning it all. I don't know. I select Avalanche, um, but go Predators. Go Predators, baby. Um, baseball is in the playoffs, and I haven't watched a single game. Me so neither. <laughs> I watched a little bit walking by. I might watch the World Series. might not. So if the Yankees won it this year. <laughs> Anyways, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LegendCast. Um, tune in to Sunday. Sunday, week six. Everything you need to know, fancy-wise and all that jazz. We'll catch you Sunday on the pod.